0: Hello, and welcome to the Oracle of Light. I'm Shauna DeMellon. I'm a lifelong medium and certified life coach. And making the connection with the afterlife has brought me the greatest joy. Since losing my son, Jack, I have navigated grief, heartache, and despair. And it was through connecting with my son on the other side that my heart began to heal And I was able to find joy and meaning in my life again. Now I'm inviting you into this space as I explore the afterlife, the grieving process and rebuilding after loss. If you'd like to discover the spirit world and how to move through the loss of a loved one or child, you have come to the right place. This, is the Oracle of Light. In this week's episode, we are going to explore the energetics behind making the connection with your child on the other side. This has come up, oh my goodness, 20 or 30 times um, in the last couple of weeks. People that, um, you know, parents that have lost children and they're asking, you know, well, I can't you know, I can't experience them, and I can't feel them, and and I don't understand why. And I'm not, I, I just, I don't get it. And so, I wanted to do an episode on just the energetics to help people understand how important the energy is, and how how vital how vital the energies are. If the energies are not aligned, then we're not going to experience our loved ones on the other side. It's just, it's as simple as that. If the energies are not, yeah, I just, if the energies are, are heavy and dense. And so if you can imagine, and I've talked about this in other episodes, but we'll go over it again for anyone, for anyone who hasn't been along for this journey with us. So if you imagine walking into a room and flicking the light switch, how quickly the current runs to illuminate the light in the room that's how fast spirit energy is moving. Just to try to give your mind a glimmer of what that looks like. And now here in our physical body, it's, it's, it's dense, it's a little bit heavier, it's just, it's a different experience in a physical form. And now our children on the other side, they are zipping around and that energy, spirit energy is very fast, very fast. And so with our our energy, you know, we have to raise our vibration as high as we possibly can to make that connection. And when we get up as high as we can into that sweet spot, then the universal energies, our guides, our angels, our team, they can come in and they can align the energies. We have to get up to a certain point as high as we can And and sometimes that's that's just not attainable. And so again, I've had several people comment in the last few weeks that have just been so frustrated because they can't make the connection they're not able to experience. And you know, I've had a few people even mention, you know, I used to be able to connect and I could experience my child. And I I just I haven't been. And so I say to them, okay, what are your stress levels at? What are, you dominant, what are your dominant thoughts? Like what, because our thoughts are creating our reality and our thoughts are creating the energy that we have around us. Like it's, it goes, you know, they coincide. And so, you know, I ask people, you know, what are your stress levels? Are you stressed about work? Is there a relationship that you're stressed about? Is it your health? Um, you know, what are your stress levels at? And then we start to look at, where are you with your grief? You know, are you still grieving and mourning the loss of your child? Where are you on that spectrum? What does that look like? And I've mentioned this before, um, the Consciousness Scale by David Hawkins. is a beautiful, beautiful, um, beautiful place for us to really start to look at the energies. And so if you have a chance to google that, I highly recommend it. It's just it's it's a cornerstone for the energetic work that I do and I've done over the years because everything is energy. And once you understand the energetics, then it'll help you to understand okay, this is where I'm at. And, and sort of give you a blueprint as to, all right, what are my next steps to start to raise my vibration and start to release things and, and, and start to release this energy so I can be up as high as possible and I can experience my child on the other side. So we look at, do you have any doubt? Do you have any doubt that you can make that connection? Are you doubting? Are you thinking, well, I need to be a medium or... I need to have special gifts or it's been too soon, you know, you know, maybe you've had a recent loss and you're thinking it's been too soon and you're doubting, you're doubting, you can make the connection. That's going to have an impact on your energy. That's going to bring your energy down. So back to the consciousness scale on the very bottom of the scale is 20. It's the level 20 and that's shame. And then we have guilt, and above guilt is grief, and grief is at 70. We climb further up the scale to 500. 500 is the level of love, and that's where our loved ones energetically sit and beyond that. So up above that, so if we go all the way up to the top to a 1,000, those are enlightened beings, those are... um you know, Gandhi, you know, Jesus, Mother Teresa, someone who is completely, completely evolved, you know, they're just completely enlightened. So most of humanity, I find resonates anywhere from, you know, 180 to about 250. And so for parents who have lost children, if we are in shame, if we are in anger, if we are in guilt, if our energetic is is aligned in, you know if it's aligned with and we're emitting you know grief and just the lower the lower the lower resonance of energetics we're not going to be able to make that connection we're just we're not going to get up high enough so that we can click in and make that link so again you know if you're doubting that you can do it that's going to have an impact so everywhere you're doubting that you can make that connection, let's clear all of that. Fear, you know, fear. A lot of people say to me, well, I'm scared. What if I can't do it? What if what if they're not there? What if something bad happens? And, you know, Hollywood's done this incredible job of depicting what, you know, mediumship and spirit communication isn't. It just, you know, the movie Ghost is a beautiful representation or, um, you know, I have, I have to tell people, watch the movie Ghost. It just, it depicts... Yeah, spirit communication and and the energy and and sort of what that looks like. And so um, any sort of fear that you have, the fear that what you're doing is wrong, the fear that, you know, something bad happened. And, you know, maybe you saw something as a child and 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 you just, you know, your gifts are just different and and you just have this fear. So everything that is let's let's clear all of that. Next, we come to heartbreak. I have so many parents that have said to me, I'm afraid to experience my child on the other side because I'm afraid my heart is just going to break into a million pieces again and I'm not going to be able to handle it. And nothing can be further from the truth. When we make the connection with our child or loved ones on the other side, we are connecting into unlimited potential, magic, magic we are connecting into unconditional love, period. And so, I know for myself, when I connected with my son, Jack, after I lost him, it, it helped me to heal. Having that connection with him again was just, oh my goodness. And that happens for each and every parent who has lost a child. When you make that connection... You, your energy field is supported and loved and nurtured and you are plugged into the unlimited field, the unlimited field of possibilities, whatever you want to call it, the matrix, whatever you want to call it. You're plugged into that energy and allowing that energy to flow through your energy field is going to help you heal. It's going to help you clear things that are ready to shift and change so that you can heal and you can move through the grief and the mourning and the loss and and that journey so that you can eventually accept and reconcile what's happened with the understanding that you can still experience your child. They're just not here in a physical body, that you can connect with them, you can communicate with them, you can feel them, you can still have that bond it's just in a different form, in a different way. And, you know, I've said this before, you know, what is would I do anything to have my son Jack here in physical? Of course, we all would. I've, I mean, I've, I'm nine years in. So at this point, I've I'm just grateful that I can experience him. I've healed. I've accepted it. I don't have to like it, but I've accepted it. This is what is. I can't change it. I can't go back and do anything differently. This is this is what's happened. So anything with heartbreak when you make that connection with your loved ones or with your child on the other side, they will help you to heal. A huge one is is uh, has been coming up lately as well is is guilt. Um you know a lot of a lot of parents that i've chatted with over the years you know there was um, you know car accidents and and they survived and their child did not and they have survivors guilt and they think you know what could we have done differently and they just the universe is responding to what we are emitting out the universe is responding to what we are energetically broadcasting what our thoughts are what our energies are and if we are If we are broadcasting suffering, then we are going to perpetuate more of that into our reality. And that isn't to negate the loss. That's not what that is. It's just having the understanding that suffering is a choice. That, yes, we all have loss. We all have trauma. We all have upsets. And it's up to each and every one of us to find a way to navigate that, to find a way to work through it. And once we do, then we can really start to create a life that we love. We can really start to show up differently. We can really start to show up as the best version of us. And so a lot of guilt, a lot of, you know, parents who have older children who have crossed over um, and maybe their relationship wasn't that great. And, um, you know, they have this en- enormous guilt, you know, I should have done more. And I just, you know, I, I worked too much, and I was too hard. And I was mean, and I didn't spend enough time with them. And so they go into self recrimination, and they completely beat themselves up. So there's a huge component of forgiveness that comes with all of this. Um, you know, when I, that um, I've shared this before, um, we had started to, we, we were embarking on the iv process and you know things didn't go according to plan and so it was it was it was devastating it was um it was it was heartbreaking it really was and i had intense guilt it was like well should have done it sooner and you know and then i was angry and you know i just went through the all of the, the emotions and I was so angry. I was angry at myself and angry at my spouse and angry at Jack and I was angry at the at God and angry at the doctors. I was angry at everyone and and under underneath anger when we start to look at that, there's pain and hurt and it just, you know, it took me a while to be able to really sit with it and understand it and move through it and to forgive myself, yeah, like there's a huge piece in there around forgiving, forgiving ourselves for what we should have done and what we didn't do and what we did do and, and you know, things that, you know, if we had our time back, we would have done differently and just, you know, just really forgiving ourselves for maybe not showing up as the best version of us. Maybe, you know, maybe we could have been um better. Maybe we could have made better choices, different choices. Sure. I mean, hindsight's twenty twenty. We could look back and go, I should have done this, and I should have done that, and I should have done this, and it would have had a different result. Maybe it would have, maybe it wouldn't have. And so, I always tell people it's very important, very important, to really start to zero in on what's, what, what are the facts, what happened, what is true. Because our mind will start to embellish. Our mind will start to add in things. It's just it's just crazy. I find the mind is absolutely fascinating. It's it's absolutely fascinating. Um, and so, you know, anyone that's feeling guilt, you know, let's just clear whatever that is. Guilt that, you know, they didn't handle it well. Guilt, again, about the relationship they had with that child. Guilt that... You know, there's so, you know, the survivor's guilt. I mean, there's so much guilt that can be wrapped up in that. And I just ask you to be very tender with your heart, and just be willing to forgive. There's this amazing journey I'm on right now. It's crazy. Um, I I don't remember how to pronounce her name. Yolanda. Um, e is Y. It's I Y A N L A Van Zant. Her 21 days of forgiveness. Wow. If this is resonating with you, I'll put it in the show notes. Um, Game changer. It's 21 days of forgiving everyone for everything, including you, including God. Oh, (laughs) make sure you have Kleenex. Just saying. I mean, it just, it's, it gives you an opportunity to be really, really, honest with yourself as to where you are, and not to beat yourself up. It's just, you know, it's an opportunity to clear things. And yeah, once we start to let go of the guilt and the remorse, and just, you know, the heartache, the fear, the doubt, it just it really it starts to free up our energies so that we can create a life that we love. I mentioned this earlier, you know, shame. Shame is at the bottom of the consciousness scale by David David Hawkins. Shame, when you're in the grips of shame, it's it's that you are wrong, that your very existence is wrong, that everything you did was wrong, and that the core of you is is bad, you're wrong. It just it's oh shame is shame is 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 devastating it really is and for anyone who's delved into that we've all experienced shame in different forms but especially around losing a child if there's any shame in there i just i cannot stress enough that you find a way to shift that change it heal it let it go work with someone book in um work through the forgiveness it's just it's really it's vital to go through and, and really figure out, you know, what, what's in there. What is it that, you know, how is my energy being impacted by my thoughts and my emotions and, and what, what is sitting in my energy field? Like I just, and this is an invitation for you to be curious, just to be really curious about what's in there because I know guaranteed you know, just like in my program, I, you know, I work one-on-one with moms, I work with groups of of moms and and dads, you know, parents who've lost children. And I teach them the foundational steps. You know, how do you create sacred space? How do you know what your strongest gift is? Like I go through that with people and I also have the program that is in digital form and you can download it and run with it at, at your own pace. And I know for a fact, if you go through each of the seven modules. I know for a fact, if you do the entire thing, that you will experience your child on the other side, guaranteed. And again, shame is on the bottom of that scale. And so that is just, I I can't stress that enough. So everywhere, everything that any of this is bringing up for anybody who's listening, let's just clear all of it across all ways, spaces, times, dimensions, and realities. Something else that I find... And this isn't just for, for parents who have lost children. Um, I find that this impacts everyone, all of us, and that's judgment. Yeah. Anytime we go into judgment, we basically block off our own goodness, and we are judging, we're judging based out of fear and judgment will just, again, it'll just cloud everything. And then it's a, it's an invitation for your mind to jump in and start adding stuff to the mix. And if we can just, I invite you to go through an entire day without judging anyone, especially yourself, because that is also a game changer. And, you know, with the forgiveness journey that I've been on, she talks about judge not. She's like, you know, and and judgment and forgiveness coincide. You know, forgiveness is the only cure for long-held judgments. And this is from her book. And again, I'll put it in the show notes. Um, She says, we judge ourselves and others when we believe someone is guilty until proven innocent. In the realm of consciousness, a judgment is a classification. It is a thought that classifies people and things as right or wrong, good or bad, fair or unfair, when measured against what we believe. At the core of all judgments, there is the belief that things are not as they should be, as we want them to be, or as we need them to be. Our judgments, more often than not, give rise to a toxic or negative feeling, and forgiveness is the only cure for long-held judgments. Forgiveness of our judgments opens space and energy in our minds and hearts that has been held blocked off by anger, bitterness, and resentment. It's just, it's absolutely amazing. She goes on to say, at the core of all judgments, there is the belief that things are not as they should be, as we want them to be, or as we need them to be. And so, I think it's it's amazing, right? Like, it's it's important to know that as we work through everything, you know, after the loss of a child, you know, it's it's important, you know, forgiveness is going to come up. And forgiveness, you know, that inevitably leads to acceptance. And that acceptance is, it's really a willingness to move on. It's a willingness to, not beat the drum, not hang on to the anger, just it's a willingness to let it all go. And that acceptance that I can't change it. I can't change it. And acceptance doesn't mean that you agree with it, you condone or appreciate or that you liked what happened. Of course not. Acceptance means that you know that regardless of what happened, that there's something bigger than you at work it also means that you know that you're you're okay and you'll continue to be okay and that your children are okay as they grow up in heaven i see younger children growing up in heaven like whenever i connected with jack like he's he's nine you know every year he gets older <laughs> and um And different children's souls present differently to me. So older children will typically present at the age that they were when they crossed over. I find, um, again, babies, sometimes they present at, you know, that age that they were when when they transitioned. And so, yeah, I like to explain that to people. Like I see my son, Jack, grows up in heaven. That's where he is. He's growing up. He's living his life. He's doing his thing. Um, And even if you don't know it yet... Um, forgiveness can restore our faith, it can help rebuild our trust, and it opens our hearts to the presence and power of love. And so, again, um, you know, nothing in life causes more pain and suffering than the judgments we hold about and against ourselves. You know, someone could make a comment and and it may trigger a hurt, us or we feel fear or sadness. And we may judge the person like they're mean, they're insensitive, they're disrespectful. And then when we look closer, it could be revealed that the thing being said by someone else is the same thing that we may have said to ourselves about ourselves. So, when someone makes the same remark, and we don't have that judgment about ourselves, chances are We will not be hurt or offended by it we're only hurt and offended when there's something there for us to look at there's um i study the law of assumption and in the law of assumption um they talk about everything everything is you pushed out and so what does that mean that means that the way that i feel about myself what i believe about myself is what shows up in my reality so, if someone is attacking you and turning against you, that's an invitation for you to look at, okay, do I expect people to turn on me? Am I um, am I not putting down boundaries to take care of myself? And, and in doing that, I'm not being true to me. And then, that's where the disrespect comes in. So I, I it's just an invitation for you to look at things differently. And so with grieving, with judgment, with shame, with all of these lower vibrating emotions and thoughts, the more that we play with that is what we are emitting out into the world. That's what we're broadcasting to the universe. And again, we all go through, we all grieve differently. We all mourn differently. And there's no right or wrong way to do it. There's no timeline. We're not, you know, I'm not saying that you're. it's wrong. You need to let all that go. You need to be happy like Mary Poppins skipping around. No, <laughs> we have to honor the process and go through that. This is just to help you understand how all of this is tied into the energetics, how all of this impacts the energy. Um, I'm very visual. And so the visualization that I have is like a hot air balloon. So we've got these big sandbags of guilt, shame, judgment, heartbreak. We've got fear. We could have doubt, anger. All of that stuff is weighing us down. And as we can start to let go of some of it and just let go of it, and there are, and don't get me wrong, there are senseless, absolutely senseless, senseless deaths. And as a medium, I can I can say that there are circumstances that happen that I don't have answers for. That I I, I wish I did. It's just there there's no there's no reason why that would have happened, or I just such tragedies that I have of. Um, been a part of over the years with with the families that I've worked with, such tragedies. And I always encourage people that have gone through things like that to think in terms of, you know, is there a legacy that I'd like to create for my child? Is there a message out to the world that could help other families? I love the work of Angela Kennecke. She has Emily's hope, uh, which is a beautiful foundation for her daughter. It's for it's specifically for um um drugs and uh, um, you know, children that have died from from drugs and and the impact of of the drug use and and the deaths that are being caused by the drugs and just incredible work that she's doing. And so she's been able to take something so, raw and and devastating and just absolutely heartbreaking and it was very public she's you know she's a reporter it was all over the news it was just right there and she's been able to work through it and come out with this beautiful gift to give people creating a place for people to gather to know that they're not alone to you know know that um you know we are going to change laws we are going to change things some way somehow to prevent this from happening you know and 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 the numbers are staggering you know the numbers are absolutely staggering so it's i share that story with you just to give you a little bit of inspiration that there is there is a beautiful there's a beautiful essence that is left behind by our children And if we can connect into that essence and how beautiful it is and find different ways that we can share that out into the world, I think that is the beautiful gift. The beautiful, beautiful gift. I know my son Jack comes in and his energy is interwoven into the work I do. His energy is interwoven into the program. It's interwoven into the podcast. It is. is. It just is. And so I invite you to look at ways that you can celebrate the essence of your child, your lost child, whether that was, you know, whether the loss was a miscarriage, IVF failure, whether it was, um, you know, stillborn, um, you know, tragedies, illnesses, um, sickness, lives that were that were taken, lives that, you know, were lost through suicide. However your child transitioned from this reality, whatever that looks like, I just invite you to, I invite you to look at being open to the idea of how could I share my child's essence? Because that essence is beautiful. That essence is their soul, it's their spirit, it's them. And you can still access that and you can have that just for you. Or Perhaps you'd like to have it on a bigger scale. Maybe you'd like to create a blog. Maybe you'd like to create a meetup group where you meet with other moms that have lost children in similar formats. You know, It's so important to surround ourselves with the right people because when you lose a child, it's like people don't understand what to say. They don't wanna say the wrong thing. So oftentimes they don't say anything at all. And this isn't a group that any of us would wish for anyone to be a part of. And so it's very important to really understand how your thoughts are impacting your energy, how your feelings are impacting your energy, how all of it, you know, forgiveness or judgments or any of it is impacting your energy. And so once you start to have a, you know, have a greater understanding of it and start to shift that, then you raise your vibration. And then you're able to, you know, remember dreams of your children. You're able to catch a glimmer of something moving in the room and that's them. You're able to know what your signs are and then go out into the world and just be so deliriously happy when you find them. I know I am every time I find heart rocks, it's like, yes, more, please, more, please. I find them in the craziest places. It's fabulous. I love it. And I wish that for every, for each and every one of you. Um, And so, yeah, that's how energy impacts your connection with your lost child And so, again, if this is something that you would like one on one help with, definitely reach out. LiveAlifeUlove.org is the website. Shauna at livealifeyoulove.org is my email. You can find me on um, Facebook, Shauna Demelin. Instagram, Shauna Demelin Medium. Just started on TikTok a few weeks ago. So you can find me on TikTok, Shauna Demelin Medium. And yeah, reach out if you have questions. If anything's coming up, reach out. If you'd like to, Find out more information about the program. That's on the website as well. Growing Up in Heaven, Seven Steps. You get seven modules. There are PDFs, clearing audios, meditations. The energy is just absolutely fantastic. It's from mine and Jack's heart to yours. And I guarantee you, you go through the program, you will make that connection. You'll experience your child on the other side. Yes, you will. And the more that you do it, you're strengthening that connection. And so it just, you know, as we clear things, as we become aware of our emotional state and our dominant thoughts and, and we start to feel better, our vibration is going to increase. It's going to rise. And then it's easier for our children to, you know, it's easier for them to align their energy with ours from the other side. And then we can really start to experience them and really start to, really start to enjoy life with them, they're still here. They're still very much a part of our world. They're still connected to us. That love never dies. Love never dies. And that connection, like I said, is always there. Always there. And it may be your grief, the mourning. It could be any of the emotions, anything that we've chatted about tonight. It could be any of those things that is impacting your emotions, your energy field. And remember, everything is energy. Your child's energy and spirit is fast. <laughs> it's lightning speed. And so I hope these tips will help you to, you know, have a better understanding as to where you are on the spectrum, what that looks like, and help you to let things go and, and move through. And again, I'll include the forgiveness book in the notes. And if I can help, please reach out. Again, I work one-on-one. We've got different events coming up. This Saturday, if you're in and around the Calgary area, we are going to meet at the Silver Springs Botanical Garden. It's gorgeous. The weather's supposed to be nice here in Calgary. So we're going to meet and we're going to write letters or prayers to our loved ones. And then we're going to do a ceremony, burn them, release them, let the angels carry the words to heaven. And then we will do a guided meditation where I will cross you over the rainbow bridge so you can experience your loved one or child on the other side. So again, if you're in and around the Calgary area, we would love to have you. You can reach out through the website, email. I look forward to connecting with all of you. And again, I love hearing the comments. I love, I love hearing from you. You know, what are your signs from your loved ones? What does that look like? How are things going? Are you feeling like you could use a little extra support? Definitely reach out. There is a huge, huge, huge community, on the planet, it just gets it just gets bigger and bigger um, for families who have lost children. And so, if I have any resources that I can share with you, absolutely, I can point you in the right direction. I can help you to navigate so that you are able to grieve and mourn your loss, and most importantly, find meaning and hope and purpose in your life again, because you're meant to live an amazing life. And again, love never dies. Your, your child is still connected. That connection will always be there. I send each and every one of you mountains of love. What energy, space, and consciousness can you and your body be to enjoy these uplifted energies for the next hour or two? And just enjoy them. Connect in with your child. Think of them. Connect in with your heart. You may want to look at pictures. Just know that they're there with you. And It just takes practice. Again, these energies are subtle and they're fast. Just takes practice and you'll experience them. I send you mountains of love. Bye for now.